episode four of the long haul from U-Ship. My name is Joe. I'm here with my co-host, Lisa. Hello. This month, we've got some exciting stuff on tap. We've got some information about our new payments processor, Stripe. Uh, our marketing master, Dean Jutilla, is back to talk about downsizing to Sprinter vans. And we're also going to talk about dash cams and what's up with those. Do we like them? Do we not? And we're going to give away a free dash cam. If you stick around and listen, we'll tell you how to do that. All right. I'm here with my co-host, Joe. Uh, We talked about dash cams up top. We really just want to go over the pros and the cons of dash cams. They are growing in popularity, so it's something to talk about. Uh, Joe, what kind of pros are there? So it seems like a lot of people are using dash cams to um, protect their liability for insurance. Uh, dash cams, a lot of the modern ones, um, you know, they, they record for a certain amount of time uh, and then they delete all the old footage. So it's not like you're having to keep all this information, but whenever an event happens, they will actually like signal it in the uh, memory file. So oh, that's cool. you'll know what recording you need. And then you have right away a video of an incident to prove who's at fault, which really helps with insurance. You know, if it's a fender bender or something like that, if somebody swerves in front of you and you rear end them. Even road rage incidents, right? Exactly. That too. You know, if you've got somebody harassing you or something like that and it causes an accident, you can prove that you weren't at fault. Um, it also helps protect, protect against, you know, insurance scams, you know, where people are darting in front of you and slamming on the brakes to try and get you to rear end them. Cause typically anytime you rear end somebody, it, the, the fault's going to lie on you for hitting them. So, um, it really helps, uh, protect with that. Also, a lot of the dash cams have GPS on them. So if your car is ever stolen, uh, it helps locate the vehicle. Um, it can also act as just a theft deterrent because the, the dash cam can be set to run even while you're not in the car. Oh, that's awesome. So if somebody is attempting to break in, you know, your dash cam is probably going to catch it mm-hmm. and uh, be able to identify them. Some dash cams, you're able to uh, upload the video to the cloud uh, if your vehicle is not available. So, you know, if you're not there. You uh, can still get a hold of that video. Exactly. Awesome. Um, and then some of the cons though, I mean, if someone does break in yeah. to your truck and you've got a dash cam in there, they could easily seal it. I mean, they're not the cheapest form of equipment. No. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if somebody saw that, the other flip side of that is, Hey, there's something that's worth a few hundred bucks. I'm going to break this window and, and snatch it out of there. Maybe not realizing that they're going to be caught red handed, yeah. Yeah. but it's still something of, you know, to think about as a con. Anything else that you, th- that you saw as a con? No. Okay. It seems like it's a pretty easy sell. I don't know what the debate really is. I mean, I guess, you know, they are, they can be a little clunky on your windshield. Yeah. You know, if you've also, if you've got your phone running GPS mm-hmm. and you've got your dash cam, it can take up a lot of, a lot of window space for your view, but and they can be a little difficult to install, especially if you're trying to hide wires and you don't want a bunch of wires running through your car. But as far as their actual benefit, you know, I, I feel like they do outweigh hundred percent the cons. Yeah. Um, especially if, you know, if you're, if you're driving for a living, you know, versus just your average commuter, you know, th- this would really protect you. Absolutely. And, then, um, and Joe, we had mentioned another pro yeah. dash cams. Well, I got introduced to dash cams by finding all sorts of crazy dash cam videos on YouTube. 
Yeah. So, I mean, hey, maybe you go viral. I remember there's been a couple times where dash cam videos have gotten a lot of hits on YouTube. There was one a few years back where a, a meteorite struck in Russia, and it was a pretty desolate area of Russia, but uh, apparently due to the amount of insurance scams that happens there, uh, a lot, if not most drivers in Russia have installed dash cams in their vehicles. And so when this event happened and this meteor hit, it was like the, you know, wee hours of of dawn. It was just, you know, dawn was just breaking. So it was kind of dark and it looked like an atomic bomb went off. And there was uh, like 20 or 30 different videos of people seeing this and, and freaking out. And it's weird that you never really see those events captured because they're so random. Yeah. Um, but having all those people filming at that time, you know, filming just all driving. the time. Yeah, just yeah. driving. It created a, this huge record of this event that most people have never gotten to witness in their lives. That's so that awesome. was, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then there was another one out of China where a plane actually crashed into an overpass. I think everybody survived. So it okay. wasn't like, it wasn't a bad situation. <laughs> I mean, it was a not bum this podcast. <laughs> right. It was not uh it was not like that. And it was still a bummer day for whoever's flying that plane, yeah. but they, yeah, their wing clipped, uh, clipped the bottom of an overpass and the plane actually flipped over it. And this guy had his dash cam running and That's you saw crazy. the whole thing. Yeah. And you hear him freaking out. Also, you heard what music they were listening to, which that'd be fun too. You know, maybe if, you know, you witness something like that, people get to hear your weird taste in music. Yeah. That's, so that's super exciting. Maybe Share it with the world. Yeah. Maybe you're still listening to NSYNC, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you see something crazy and people get to know you for two things, seeing a meteorite and listening to NSYNC in yeah. 2019. Get that soundtrack for that crazy thing. That yeah, exactly. Exactly. So those are the pros and cons. But like you said, we're running a, uh, a contest at the end. So yeah. stick around. Yeah. If you stick around to the end, we're going to tell you how to win a dash cam for yourself. Awesome. As our audience knows, UShip is a transactional marketplace, and we all know that our transporters aren't here just for the fun of it. They're here to make some money, and we like helping them do that. So here to talk about money on UShip is Rachel Jordan, Product Manager for Payments. Rachel, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. It's Friday. We get to leave in a couple hours. That'll be cool. Yeah. It's going to be a great weekend. (laughs) Can't wait. Yeah. So, Rachel, tell us about how UShip is changing its payments processing and what that means for our carriers. Yeah, so UShip is in the process of transitioning all of our payments to Stripe. Um, Stripe is a payments platform that's really kind of become one of the industry standard front runner um, processors. So, um, all the big marketplaces like Lyft and Amazon use them already. Um, yeah. So, uh, what this means for us, payment security, better payment security, better fraud prevention, um, more intuitive payment support. So if anybody has to call in for support, it's way easier for us to find the answers for you. Um, and greater payments reliability. Um, so just overall health of the, the payments platform, which is great. Um, but as carriers may have noticed, this also means that they have to verify their identity to continue to book business on UShip soon. Right. Um, so... Yeah, so, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, tell us about that verification process and how how the carriers responded and, and what happens if they don't respond. Sure. So actually, we've had really great participation. Um, I would say even higher than we were uh, anticipating. So about 90% so far. Wow. 
but there are still those last 10% that we're trying to get on board. So if you're one of them, please uh, think about doing that today. Because if you don't, by May 21st, um, you'll be blocked from bidding until you complete that process. So um, again, deadline is May 21st. This is not a background check. We're not storing or seeing the info, so we won't have any of your personal information. Um, But this is a very common verification process. So again, all those other marketplaces that we were mentioning earlier, like all the ride sharing services, mm-hmm. all, all the care or drivers there have to do this process as well. So right. it's pretty yeah. common. Awesome. And what does this mean for the carriers on a day-to-day basis going to Stripe? Yeah. Um, it, it should be really exciting for carriers. Um, even if this part isn't as fun. Um, so it'll allow us to give some additional payments features like uh, instant payments straight to your bank, withdrawing via the UShip app, which I know has been a huge ask for a long time, yeah. and having more than one bank account tied to your UShip account so you can withdraw to multiple banks. That's great. Those have all been pieces of feedback we've been getting for years. So for sure. That's awesome. This gives us the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you expect those features will be available for carriers? Those should be rolling out this summer. So. Wow, that's awesome. July, August, sometime around there. Well, Rachel, that's really exciting. It sounds like there's a ton of good stuff in the works, and uh, this change is really going to enable us to to bring a lot of awesome stuff to the table for our carriers. Yeah, I'm really excited to finally be able to fulfill some wishes for our hardworking carriers. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking time out of your day to chat with us. Thanks, Joe. All right, I'm here with Dean Jutilla, VP of Corporate Communications here at UShip, back on the podcast again. Welcome back, Dean. Thank you, Joe. Nice to be back. Yeah, good to have you back. How are you today? Doing terrific. It's a Friday I know. as we're recording this, we're so that's, nothing can go bad on a Friday. No, nothing at all. That's the rule. That's the rule. All right. So you're here to talk to us about some trends in transport. What do you see going on? Yeah, Joe, there was actually an interesting article this month in something called Overdrive Magazine, and it's very popular, like one of the most well-read uh, truck driver magazines out there. And uh, the cover story this past month was around downsizing for truckers. And so uh, they, they called it a lowdown on downsizing. And it's taking you know look at that class eight truck that they've been typically driven by truck drivers and reducing that footprint to a sprinter van or a box truck oh, cool. and finding the benefits of that. Um, and it in a way, it kind of addresses a lot of the complaints that of class eight drivers, the big rig drivers have had over the years in a number of different ways. Wow. So what types of things are people doing with these vans to, to address that? Well, if you think about it, you really reduce your footprint. And when you do that, you reduce your expenses. Sure. And so a lot of the transporters who are listening to this podcast and who use UShip have already probably experiencing this and, mm-hmm. and doing ways, uh, doing having techniques in order to keep their costs down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you think about it, you have way more flexibility when you're driving a sprinter van. Yeah. And the fact is it, you know, think about parking at night. You don't sure. have you know, wait. You can park at different places. It's much more um, accommodating in that way. Your gas mileage and the fuel you use is probably going to be less expensive. Some people say two x the gas mileage That's that you huge. get in a big rig from you know up to almost twenty miles a gallon. And also, um, you know, insurance is less. Tires are less. Yeah. Um, just overall, um, you don't have to go through the scales because you're at that ten thousand pound or less regulatory category. Sure. So you can continue to kind of go past those and, and don't have to be slowed up by that whole process. Sure. And it also sounds like it'd be an interesting alternative too. maybe it's called 
maybe resizing as opposed to downsizing or mm-hmm. upsizing, but for people that use pickup trucks and enclosed trailers yep. for hauling, you know, a, a Sprinter van is going to run about $37,000 brand new, which is going to be less than buying a new pickup truck and a new trailer. And Absolutely. you're still going to get that benefit of, you know, best, better gas mileage um, and actually having some flexibility about where you can go in and out of. You know, the, the Sprinter van is, it's very convenient, I've found, for carriers that work in and out of cities, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're up in the Northeast and you're paying those tolls. You know, the more axles you have and the bigger your truck is, you're really going to get hit if you're going into a city. That's exactly right. And and if you think about it, too, the amount of furniture being shipped through U-Ship, there's a, a lot of the um, uh, Sprinter vans that really work well with that those type of pieces of furniture and better to strap them in and just better control. Absolutely. The other thing that we were finding too is you get better home time. A lot yep. of times, if you're uh, you're a couple hundred miles from home and you maybe run an empty, it's a lot less expensive to get home and be able to have some more home time yeah. that people really find valuable. Yeah. And uh, it's just it doesn't take the hit that you might have when you're driving a Class Eight truck and only pulling you know eight miles a gallon. Yeah, that's definitely a, a good benefit, especially to an owner operator. Just uh, you know, again, you're looking for that freedom to make your own schedule. Absolutely. The big kicker too, though, is that the uh, Sprinter vans are not under the same sort of rules and regulations on the federal hours um, of service. And also there's no ELD mandate for these as well. Wow. I did not realize that. So there's none of that 14 hour right logging or anything so again you have a lot more flexibility that just kind of falls into that whole uh, that piece of it is is much easier to to get a um, to get I don't say get around but yeah. you you still are able to make a living we've had a number of transporters that I've talked to that have gone from owning a three a, a fleet of three class 8 big rigs 18 mm-hmm. wheelers and he's now driving a sprinter van maybe has two or three of those and as happy as can be, just because it doesn't have that 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 hanging over him yeah. to make get to get to get the job done. Yeah, that's really interesting. And the other part of it too is, you know, if you want to get into this business, if you're if you're thinking about expanding, you know, if you, if you're driving on U-Ship right now, unless sure. you have a Sprinter van, and you want to expand your fleet, mm-hmm. getting into that with two or three vehicles. There's not a huge barrier to entry if you think about it. No, there's um, not. There's one transporter, um, Elizabeth Orton. Um, she is a business owner, and she started off with a cargo van and last summer, and she is now up into the, um, I think she has three other vehicles yeah. and a trailer, yeah. and she's just uh, doing really well, increased her fleet you know, four, fourfold, I guess you could say, yeah. and she's just really loving the fact that she can keep them full through shipments on your ship yeah. and working you know, with largely furniture because it's suited to that sort of size of a vehicle that she has. Yeah, and especially for online transactions too, they're just becoming more commonplace. You know, you see them, if you order something off Amazon locally now, mm-hmm. you see the Sprinter van come to your door instead of the, the big UPS truck and you're, you're seeing people that even working independently, doing their own independent deliveries, it's just as, it's more normal for uh, a client on the end to see a Sprinter van showing up with their items and it, it it shows a level of professionalism that I think they may not have had connotated with them in the past, but now it's it's so commonplace. It's, Absolutely. it's a great alternative. Absolutely true. Yeah, that's that's the big thing happening right now. And I think you know, next episode, I'd love to talk a bit about the ways that uh, the, the, the tricks and life hacking that transporters are doing to make their cargo van more comfortable. 
Oh yeah. And, um, ways that they're able to uh, kind of trick that out and, and make their uh, life in that van. Cause they do spend a lot of time in it. Sure. Cause they are on the road and spending still a lot of days on the, uh, a year on the road and they can make that a more livable space yeah. when it comes to making their deliveries. Yeah. It really is crazy how customizable they are. So that way I think I'm looking forward to talking to you about that in the next episode. Yeah. Well, happy to bring that information. Awesome, Dean. Well, uh, we'll talk to you next month and thanks for being here. Thanks, Joe. All right, that's going to do it for episode four of The Long Haul. We hope you enjoyed. And now it is time to talk about our dash cam giveaway. Lisa, can you fill us in? Absolutely, Joe. So what we're going to do is we're going to share this podcast on our Facebook page, Uship, And all you have to do is like, comment, and share that post. And we'll put you in a drawing to win a free dash cam. Wow. It's super easy. It's super easy. That sounds great. So you heard it there. Follow those instructions. Also, be sure to go give us a like, a rating, a subscription on your favorite podcast platform. We really appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next month. Thank you.